Good morning, Bokerjo. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Mini. Please help yourself to coffee or donuts or L'chaim in honor of the Bar Mitzvah boy. Very excited to announce we have a new series sponsor for this coming year. Sponsored anonymously in memory, Lili Nishmas, Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. Tremendous gratitude to our anonymous sponsor for his support not only of this year, but all that he does for Klal Yisrael around the world. A tremendous Baltzaka. We're very, very grateful to him. We are on the 20th parak of Mesil Sashon Ramchal has charted a course, How to Live Our Best Selves, that began with mindfulness, Zahiras, through Zerizas, alacrity, and all the many steps in between. We are learning about Hasidus. What does it mean to be a Chassid? What does it mean to qualify and to be worthy of being called a Chassid, a pious person? It's not about what we wear. It's all about how we behave. It's about how we think. It's about our perspective and our personality. And in this chapter, Perichaf, the Ramchal has been telling us about Mishkala Chassidus, that even the person who's arrived, who's worthy of being called a chassid, person who's achieved that level of avas Hashem Shamayim, person who's living that level of consciousness in this world, needs a shmira. You can't ever think that once I've arrived, once I've achieved it, once I'm worthy of being called it, I'm done. I can let my guard down. I've arrived now. I'm a chassid in perpetuity. I'm a chassid for life. But instead, we have to know in truth, says the Ramchal, there are three requirements, and the three requirements to preserve and to protect that sense of being a chassid within us are that we have to have a lev yashar, a straight heart. We have to be honest. We can't try to fool ourselves or rationalize our behavior. Number two, that we have to do everything to give HaKadosh Baruch Hu nachas. We have to live to give Hashem pride and pleasure in us. Not about our comfort, our convenience, our happiness, but it's about what He wants. And number three, that we have to constantly be evaluating and reevaluating our life. If one of these three conditions are missing, if a person is just living life, grip it and rip it, and you're not stopping and asking, how did I do today? Did I live up to my expectations today? Did I accomplish my goals today? Did I live my best self today? If a person is not constantly aware and evaluating how they're doing, or if a person begins to give in to their own impulse and instinct, for their own happiness, rather than want to make Hashem happy, give him nachas. Or, if a person doesn't have a straight heart, person becomes crooked in their thinking. Person is manipulative to themselves in their own thinking. Not only will we be incomplete, not only are we unworthy of being called a shalem, but also, karov, we're close, we will fall and we will stumble. That means to say, like most good things in life, when you achieve it, you can't sit, you don't plateau. It's not a platform that you stand on or that you remain on or that you could stay there. Being a chassid is not, I've arrived, got the title, I got the badge, got the parking spot, I'm now a chassid in the Ramchal's formula, I'm good to go. If we're not careful to do all three of those things, you're right at the edge, you're right at the precipice of falling. If a person doesn't have the right intent, we're doing it for the wrong reasons, we have impure motivation. Or if a person decides, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I don't have the focus, I don't have the fortitude to really be thinking about who I am and where I am and what I've done and where I want to go. We're not stopping to measure and to be reflective and introspection about who we are. Or let's say you're reflective. And you're constantly measuring your goals. And let's say you're honest. You're not trying to sell yourself. 
But lo yitle bitchonu bikono, we don't place our bitachon in Hashem. We don't live life realizing He's in charge, He's in control. We don't submit and surrender to Him. We think we're in the driver's seat. We think we're running things. We think we are responsible for the results. So then, it's almost impossible you won't fall. Not only will you not remain, it's not just that you won't climb higher. It's not just that you'll remain. It's impossible you won't fall. Impossible you won't fall. That which gets measured gets managed. One of my favorite mottos, Peter Drucker, who is considered a management guru, a management expert, the great professor. Peter Drucker said, that which gets managed, that which gets measured, gets managed. If you don't know how you're doing, you don't know where you want to go, you don't know the way to get there, you don't ever ask yourself if you're on the way, then you'll never achieve anything. The ability to evaluate, to be reflective, to be introspective is what you need not only to remain where you are, but to not go backwards. I'm the rabbi. Ask any business person here, and they'll tell you your business constantly has to be evaluated and reevaluated. What are the goals, profit, revenue, sales, customer attention, customer acquisition? If you're not asking yourself those questions, and if you're not gaining, then you're losing. You can't say, well, I'm happy with exactly this number of customers happy with exactly this revenue. If I stay here the rest of my life, I'm good to go. If a person is not aspiring, you're not ambitious, you're not looking to build and grow, then you most certainly are going to recede, you're going to fall. How do you do that? Imagine you're in a business and you never have meetings with your staff, you never look at your numbers, you never set goals, you never think about where you are or where you're going. If you don't think about where you are or where you're going, you're guaranteed to not get there. So Ramchal says, that a person has to be mindful of these three things. You want to be a chassid? You aspire to live a, right, a righteous, pious life? You want to be worthy of that label, of that title? You want to be your best self? Then, to be honest, to live yashar, we can't try to sell ourselves or manipulate the truth. Number two, we have to do it we're giving it to Hashem, not for ourselves, not for our comfort or convenience, but what does He want? What will make Him proud? And number three, to constantly be evaluating where we're at. If those three things, a person, in fact, is shomer, a person protects, If a person is fulfilling all three of these conditions, integrity of thought, analysis, and trust in Hashem, then he will walk securely and will not have any harm. So what Chana said, chasidav yishmor. Chana said in Sefer Shmuel, he'll protect the feet, the ways of the chasidav. Yishmur, he'll protect. Why does the chasid need shmirah? Hasn't the chasid arrived? Isn't the chasid the best person, the best version of who they could be? The answer is even the chasid needs shmirah. You're never done. You can never let down your guard. Never in your career, in your profession, in your business. And lahavdil, 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 never in our life. Why should we have different standards for our spiritual life than we do for our physical life? Is the ambition of the soul less than the ambition of our business? So why are our practices in our business, why are they better than that which we're doing for our own neshama, for our own selves and for our family? David HaMelech said similarly in Tehillim, he will not forsake his pious ones, they will be eternally protected. That a person has to constantly be asking and evaluating and thinking in these ways. Again, we're used to it. We hopefully do it in other areas and arenas of our life. Why should that which will determine our 
eternal spiritual lives. Our business is wonderful and it enables and empowers us to live beautiful lives here, to give, to help, to support others. It's great. Kill it in business. But why should you kill it in business and be satisfied underachieving spiritually in Ruchnius? Our Ruchnius should not match. Our Ruchnius ambitions should surpass our Gashmius ambition. So that same person who's driven, who's motivated, who's hungry, who's got an appetite, who's killing it, is constantly meeting and evaluating and being coached and being better. And then it comes to the neshama, ah, it's good enough. Whatever time I get to shul is good enough. The little learning passively I do, if I do any, ah, it's good enough. And that, it's good enough. We don't say good enough in other areas of our life. Why should it be good enough in ruchnias? So the way to go from good to great in business and in life are these three things. This is the winning formula, says the Ramchal. Do one more sentence. And a person has to know that when you're evaluating what is the correct or righteous thing to do, chasidus, don't just look at first blush. You have to know not only what you're doing right now, but you have to be, you have to have a certain crystal ball. You have to be able to see a little bit into the future. You have to live with the awareness. What are the consequences? What are the implications of today's decision? Again, lahavdil in business. The strategic decisions one makes in their business, they ask themselves, what are the implications down the road? What are the consequences of the strategy of this decision? You don't just decide what's good, what's convenient, what's right, what feels good right now. What is its implication? What is the strategic thinking? Because often there are decisions that seem like the right one in the moment, but you could have and should have anticipated where they would lead, and they lead someplace that is unfortunately wrong, unhealthy, destructive, or damaging. We'll continue and pick up with some examples. We'll be off for the next couple of weeks. When we resume, we're here in Parachaf, Mesil Sasharam. Living with Amuna is in 50 minutes, 8.45. Have a fantastic day. Big Mazel Tov to Avi and to the Aram family. Till next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy.